This is a podcast from Rover. Smoko Chat. All right, strap yourself in because it's quarter past yarn. <laughs> this is from Nick Birchall, who's a Canadian bloke that listens to the show every day uh, in Canada. Uh, he's like, I thought you fellas might like this. This is my. Uh, this is me officially applying to be allowed to stay at the Empress Hotel again. Uh, here is my letter, uh, waiting for the reply. It's been 18 years since I've been banned. <laughs> Dear Empress Hotel, this may seem like an unusual request, but I write to you today seeking a pardon. 17 years ago, a string of unfortunate events led to me being banned from your hotel for life. I would like to explain the incident. In 2001, I'd recently joined my current employer, which I've blanked out, and I was also in the Canadian Naval Reserve. S- company blanked out, was hosting a customer conference at the Empress, and it was my first event with the company. I told my Navy buddies that I was coming out west and I was asked to bring Brothers Pepperoni from Halifax. Famous. Uh, it's a local delicacy because this was, the na- this was the Navy we were talking about and I brought enough for the entire ship. <laughs> in a hurry, I had completely filled a suitcase with pepperoni for my friends. Some of it was wrapped in plastic, some of it in brown paper. I took whatever Brothers would sell me. This is the bag that the airline misplaced. The bag reappeared the next day and I knew that the pepperoni would still be good um, it had only been at room temperature for a short time. It would, however, be quite some time before I could turn it over to my friends. So just to be safe, I decided that I should keep it cool. My room was nice and big and it had a front-facing room on the fourth floor. It was well-appointed, but it did not have a refrigerator. It was April. The air was rather chilly. And an easy way to keep all of this food cool would be to just keep it next to the open window. (laughs) I lifted one of the sashes and spread the packages of pepperoni out on the table and windowsill. Then I went for a walk for about four or five hours. <laughs> when I had covered enough ground, I returned to the hotel and I remember walking in the long hall and opening the door to my room to find an entire flock of seagulls in my room. <laughs> I didn't have time to count, but there must have been at least 40 of them and they had been in my room eating pepperoni for a long time. In case you were wondering, Brothers TNT Pepperoni does nasty things to a seagull's digestive system. And as you'd expect, the room was covered in seagull shit. What I did not realise is that seagulls can also drool, especially when they eat pepperoni. I'm sure that you now have an image in your head. And now I remember have I just walked into the room and I was and I startled all of these birds. They immediately started flying and crashing into things as they desperately tried to leave the room through the small opening in which they had entered. Less composed seagulls are attempting to leave through the other closed windows. The result was a tornado of seagull shit, feathers, pepperoni chunks, and fairly large birds whipping around the room. The lamps were falling, smashing, the curtains were trashed, the coffee tray was disgusting, and I waded through the birds and opened the remaining windows. Most of the girls left immediately. One of them tried to re-enter the room to grab another piece of pepperoni. <laughs> the rats of the sky. And in my agitated state, I took one of the, took off one of my shoes and threw it at him. Both the gull and the shoe went out the window. <laughs> By this time, I was down to one gull left in the room, but it was a big one, and I didn't, and it didn't want to leave. As I chased it, it ran, it ran around the room with a big chunk of pepperoni in its gob. In a moment of clarity, I grabbed a bath towel and jumped it. It started to freak out, so I wrapped it in a towel and threw it out the window. 
I'd forgotten that seagulls cannot fly when they're wrapped in a towel. Oh, shit. This is all happening fairly quickly, and it's mid-afternoon. The Empress hosts a very famous and very popular high tea. I suspect this is where the large group of tourists was heading when they were struck by, by first my shoe, then a bound-up seagull and a towel. Let's go back to my little housekeeping issue. The room was bad, and I mean real bad. There was a lot of damage. I was new to the company and I was really trying to make a good impression at this important event. So I decided that I would carry on for now and handle the whole thing later. I then realised that I only had a few minutes before an important dinner and I only had one shoe. I called the front desk and asked for somebody to come and help me clean up the mess. And I can still remember the look on the lady's face when she opened the door. I had absolutely no idea what to tell her. So I just said, I'm sorry. And and walked off to dinner. When I came back, my things had been moved to a much smaller room and I thought that was the end of it until I was told that my company had received a letter banning me from the Empress, a ban that I've respected for almost 18 years. I've matured and I admit responsibility for my actions. I come to you, cap in hand to apologise for the damage I had directly come to cause and I ask you to reconsider my lifetime ban from the property. I hope that you will see fit to either grant me a pardon or consider my 18 years away from the Empress as time served. Thank you very much for your consideration. Sincerely, Nick Birchall. I've included some salami for you to try. (laughs) Update. After reviewing my application for a pardon, the Empress staff, Ryan, the manager, has notified me verbally that I will once again be a welcome guest. Hurrah! What a rollercoaster. Hectic Unreal. Day. The Jay and Dunk Podcast. Be a part of the team on Facebook or Insta at The Rock Drive.